Welcome to the Black Curriculum. My name is Christina and I'm an educator for the Black Curriculum. So today we're going to just summarise some of the key points from the Sound System Culture Lecture. Um, and then we're going to just look a bit deeper into um, ideas surrounding um, culture, how memories and stories are created from it and um, and what makes it real and, and how does it evolve, how does it change. And then after that, we're going to finish off with looking at activities that you can do to take this learning forward for yourself. So let's start off with looking at kind of what, you know, the history of sound systems. So sound systems were popularised in Jamaica in the 1940s. Um, a specific example is Tom the Great Sebastian, backed by Tom Wong, who was a Chinese Jamaican businessman, is regarded as the first individual to be recognised for commercial success in this area. So originally you'd have DJs um, would play over American rhythm and blues, but by the 1950s you have custom built systems um, that were being made known as houses of joy. And these consisted of like large speakers capable of blasting out loud music and complex bass frequencies. And I think something to remember here is that I think consistently you see in a lot of black culture is this extraordinary creativity when it comes to creating whatever is required to further, you know, creativity, um, ideas, learning. It's, it's, it's such a creative culture um, and creating, you know, the engineering that it takes to create bespoke kind of custom made sound systems you know speakers amplifiers all of that is, is really extraordinary so um what you would have as well with sound systems is that you'd have organized battles called sound clashes where the sound system competitors was would compete against each other um and sound system culture itself was brought over to the uk with with the mass immigration of caribbean people so you're looking at before and after wind rush Windrush would have happened. Um, so Windrush, when we talk about Windrush, you know, we're talking about, you know, that first ship that brought over so many people named um, um, the, the Windrush. So when we're looking at sound systems in the UK originating from reggae culture in Jamaica and then being brought over here, um, one of the fascinating things, I think, and it's one of the key things to remember is that they could be really um, politically and culturally engaged. So if you think about it, you know, you've you've come over from Jamaica and what's happening in Jamaica, you're bringing with you. So what's happening politically? I mean, it could be in regards to employment. It could be in regards to crime, what's happening in politics. You're aware of these events and what's happening in your in your home of origin, if you like. And then when you're coming over to the UK, you're bringing those things with you. And as you know, it's not just you, it's, you know, your friends, you know, family members are also experiencing these things and bringing them back. And in many cases going back and forth. So you're being kept abreast of what's happening in the, in other, in other places. So these things that, that were being experienced and what was happening in the time would often be brought in through storytelling into the sound systems, you know, so in, in music and, um, you know, with, with the MCs as well, who would, who would be, um, who would be on the sound systems, you know, bringing in the crowd and everything. So, you know, they're extremely, extremely innovative places, not just in terms of, you know, creatively what's being produced in terms of the music, but the ideas that are coming through that music um, and culture and mixing all these different genres together, really innovative cultural space for the people creating it and for the people that are enjoying it. 
Um, so I think that leads on to the, you know, to the other point of embedding culture. So if you think when you look at first and second generation immigrants, um, sound system culture evolved in, into new kind of creations as the music did itself. So again, if I take myself, if I take myself as an example, you know, my mum came over from Barbados. She came to the UK in the 1970s. Now I'm my mother's daughter. So I would be say the first generation, um, immigrant and then my son today is he would be would be second generation and you know that development is reflected over the decades so if you think of something like for example a major event like the notting hill carnival um you know the the notting hill carnival that my mother attended in the 1970s and 1980s has changed significantly over you know like say the last 20 30 40 50 years the music changed the fashion changes the you know well the food actually doesn't change so much because good food's good food at the end of the day but it it evolves like we do like our interests do like our passions do like our worries and our concerns and our achievements do so um and i think the main point and the last one to underscore here as well is the contribution that Caribbean culture, that Caribbean music, that sound system culture in particular has made, not just to the British music scene, but the global music scenes. If you think, for example, if you know, if you take something like reggae, how that has informed garage music, hip hop, drum and bass, dubstep, ska, calypso, house, R&B and so on. It's just, it's, it's a prolific penetration of 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 music across the world that has come from Caribbean culture and I think we Caribbean culture um and sound system culture is just one aspect and one example of that is incredibly creative and it's extraordinary how that has how that has happened over the years with every generation and how far that's gone okay so let's dig a little deeper um into this so what creates the culture as you live it um so when you go so when i go to carnival for example or if we use that as an example just in general like where do i find my favorite sound system what do what do i wear when i when when you go to see that music how do you dance to it what's the language that you use to describe it what makes the moment you're living a culture and what it is so <laughs> if i take my own experience so I've been going to kind of well, gosh honestly since I was a baby um so over 30 years I think if we don't go too much into my age so you know I remember when I'd go with my mum now my mum is Bayesian and you would not miss my mum if you saw her you know if you saw her at Notting Hill Carnival so my mum would have the push chair and I'd be holding it at the side and my mum would be dressed from head to toe um in Bayesian anything with a Bayesian flag on it. So, you know, earrings, T-shirt, leggings, you know, maybe she'd have bracelets and stuff with the Bayesian flag on it, you know what I mean? And I'd have to have my stuff as well as I'm holding onto this push chair. And as she would get deeper and deeper into the crowd in Carnival and the bass lines get heavier and heavier and heavier, you see my mum's shoulders begin to go. She'd be start bubbling a little bit from side to side, you know what I mean? Two-stepping a little bit, you know, as, he just, as she would hear those kind of reggae or so-called calypso, or Calypso's from the sound system and she was going past the one that she wanted um and I think also the thing to remember as well is that if you think people are all over the all over the place all over London all over the country that come for this event so she'd see loads of places that she loads of places loads of people that she hadn't seen for ages so and they would always be talking they'd always be like kind of a little a little bubble dance do you know what I mean and they're talking like yeah 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 just come back from Barbados yeah yeah that's great yeah yeah how's Tom 
that's the kids. So it was always a place where, not just in terms of learning how you are, but also the politics of like, what's going on in Jamaica? What's going on in Trinidad? What's going on in St. Lucia? Do you know what I mean? What's, coming, what's going on here in the UK as well? And depending on, you know, the decades that you're talking about, there could have been serious political issues that were going on, you know, from police har- harassment, harassment to, you know, maybe criminal injustices, as in, like, um, you know, people being accused of things that they didn't, you know, things like, you know, um, boycotts and, and so on. So, you know, this is a really dynamic place to be. And that changed as I grew older. Because when I could then go by myself and i go with my girls to carnival, you know what I mean, depending on what, you know, what the music was that year, I would customise all of our clothes, I'd have, like, lyrics from the best, from the songs that I like best going down my trousers, you know what I mean, I'd do shirts and everything, so all my girls would look fresh to death when they they went down there, and then everyone would have their rag, because you always had to have your rag from the island that your family was from, so it'd be Bayesian, Jamaican, you know, um, Grenadian, whatever it was. And then I would go to say, we would go to the Rampage sound system. So, you know, whether it was garage, when those, when those bass lines would drop, you would drop to the floor as well. Do you know what I mean? Because you would dance so hard because you've been looking forward to it. This is the event. This is when all the sound systems that you love are in one place. And I think what's phenomenal about that as well is is how much that spreads. So, you know, over the years, you may take other friends that don't come from the same background as you do, that don't have Caribbean heritage. Maybe they're Italian. Maybe they're from the US. You know, maybe wherever they come from, you bring them with you and you share that and they fall into it as well. And they bring their cultures with them. Do you know what I mean? So it's, you know, it's, 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 astonish- it's astonishing how dynamic culture can be and how it opens its wings to really bring in everyone into it. So I think what's interesting here is to then look at other examples. So what are other origins of music that we can look at separate to say reggae in this case? So another influential music from the Caribbean was Calypso and this originated in Trinidad and Tobago. So Calypso could also be a highly political um, form of music. So for example in Barbados you had this, um, you had the Calypsonian, the mighty Gabby, who wrote the song Jack. Now it would it would go jack don't want me to bait on my beach jack want me to stay out of reach jack so it would continue in that kind of in that kind of um in that kind of way in pacing and this song related to barbados retaining its public beaches so that local people could access them and therefore were access accessible to everyone so many of the hotels you know you've got these five star massive huge hotels and obviously the tourists that are in them and visiting wanted to have private beaches they didn't want to have to engage with the local people but the local people they're the citizens of that country it's their island so over the years there's been successive kind of um attempts to have public beaches in Barbados and people Calypsonians like the mighty Gabby by doing those songs have have grown public support for protesting and ensuring that those beaches remain public and to this day all of the beaches in Barbados are public there is no private beach so anyone can access them as I mean the only thing I think that's difficult with that is that you do find that the hotels because they're one after the other they try and deprive access to local people by not allowing access paths but they are there and you can and you can do that so it's extraordinary how political music can be and how it can make and inform political statements and actions 
um, and policy. So if we look at sound systems and look at, you know, the the geographical aspects of them. So sound systems popped up all over the country, wherever there was a significant, say, I would say, Caribbean um, populational community. So you had London, Bristol, Coventry, Birmingham and so on. So what were the differences between these systems depending on where you were based? So, I mean, I would say that the music scene in Manchester is different to what's in Bristol, to what's in Brighton, to what's in London, to what's in Birmingham, to what's in Glasgow, to what's in Cardiff, you know what I mean? Depending on where you are, the communities that also, that share those spaces inform and impress upon one another. Do you know? So you, you, you end up having dynamic an amazing and innovative music or art or fashion or whatever specifically coming out of those places because the unique way that all those things have come together to create it so an example for um so another example would be say asian dub foundation sound system which was heavily influenced by music from the caribbean such as reggae and dancehall but they obviously also incorporated that with many other cultural genres of music and they and they still going today still very very popular so um, let's look at then some of the activities and questions that you can take this learning further for yourself. So, um, I, you know, as I've, I've noted before, like the engineering that went into creating these sound systems is really remarkable. And they were made specifically for parties, for carnivals as they grew and they became more sophisticated in their in the way they, in which they were created as, you know, sound system culture really kind of took off and got bigger and bigger and bigger. So I think separate to the music, we need to look at what makes a culture. So, for example, what kind of clothes would you wear if you were going to a specific sound system? Do you know what I mean? Like, what, how would you describe it if you were talking to your, to your family? How would you describe it if you were talking to your friends? How would you dance to it? You know, so if you, if you were going to a sound system that was predominantly would play reggae music, would you wear something different to if you were going to a sound system hypothetically that played say house music do you know what I mean or it could be drum and bass like it would you know the 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 way in which all the different aspects the creative aspects go into a culture the language that's used how it describes it um is is really quite remarkable but that's what makes it unique when you have all these different things coming together like sharing this kind of network this space to create something new so I would look at a specific uh, type of type of music and then see name all those different things around it that make that for you. So another activity you could do is that when you're with your friends and your family or your community, um, photograph the moment. That's your culture. And you know what? 10 and 20 years down the line, that's your history. So how do people experience different types of music? If you're having a family party, you know, and the music that you're playing, the way people are dressed, the way they're danced to it, try and capture it, you know, video it. It's one of the amazing things with mobile phones, actually, is that we have the capacity to to creatively document um what's going around us so so make sure you do that next time and, and and you can use that almost like a photo essay to create of your culture um so developing that idea of kind of cultural memory you know ask your family about sound system culture and if and when they engage with it so did your parents like a particular sound system culture do you know what I mean did they like particular sound systems for example um was it particularly maybe they were dubstep heavy or could they have been like um reggae or dance or heavy do you know what I mean um were your aunts and uncles into different things than your parents were did your cousins go to are into different music than you then then what is that and what is that kind of um 
you know how do they feel about that you know what i mean if you go to if you go to a carnivore example and you go to specific sound systems you split up and go to different ones because i knew that many times because like no no no, this is where my allegiance lies it's rampage no 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 mine's with mine's with this one you know what i mean so it's it changes a lot so you know have a sound system party at your house you know what i mean i'm not asking you to build the speakers yourself in this case but you know play the different music that everyone would have loved at the different time when they were engaging it and learn about the new dances and music from each other so looking at the different types of music as well you know finally and bringing this to a close is that um look up um i'm going to listen from different types of music you can look it up and add artists three artists on to each one of these you can pick three to add on three um, additional artists so you can learn a little bit more about a specific genre of music so for example if we look at reggae originating from jamaica you've got bob marley jimmy cliff toots and the matals can you name three more um, artists or bands um, calypso originated in trinidad and tobago so you have the calypsonians the mighty sparrow and the mighty gabby can you name any others Soca originating from Calypso. So three um, Soca artists are Little Rick, Crossfire and Alison Hines. I'm not going to lie. Seriously, seriously heavy tunes there. Seriously heavy tunes. Right. So, OK, can you name three more of those? And if you do, pass them on to me because I'd lovely to I'd love to hear them. Um, sound systems, you know, so I used to love the Rampage stand at Carnival. Do you know what I mean? So the other two, another sound system we've mentioned here today is the Asian Dub Foundation. So my husband used to love Pineapple Tribe at Carnival and they're still going to this day. And one of his friends used to actually run that sound system. So can you name any other sound systems? Um, and finally, uh, so Radio One has Fire in the Booth. Uh, which is a session so um, that they run, uh, episode that they run all the time. So one of the ones that used to re really um, enjoyed and made me laugh recently was um, I watched was Corrupt FM. So this is from the BBC series of a group of friends who create their own garage pilot radio station. And that series is called People Just Do Nothing. And, you know, the protagonist, the lead character is MC Grinder, And they did a takeover of Radio 1 of Firing the Booth and they were they speak of themselves as these prolific kind of like garage heads so what you have here is that you have a number of they invite loads of people in and like a number of the key players key mcs that contributed to the foundation of the garage and grime underground scene are on this uh are on this session so if you find you've got yourself a little bit of time you know um especially at the moment you know if nothing else go into youtube search and find it throw some shapes while you're listening to it and um um and yeah so i'd just like to thank you for for listening and it's it's such an enjoyable culture that we have to share so just enjoy and immerse yourself in it thank you <laughs>